previously on Dragons Not Included. You're not taking me! You're not taking me alive! As you grab this dwarf, get off of me! Get off of me! Now, now calm down there, sir. We're just trying to pass through the area and you attacked us. He seems to be weighing his options like he's completely surrounded. I yield! Fine! Uh, I believe that everyone deserves a chance, at least to uh, atone. And I'm going to help you atone for a little bit today. And then I'm casting Brand. (laughs) Oh my god! What is wrong with you? At the centre of the cave, a stone tower that may have once reached a 50-foot height ceiling has collapsed onto its side. Two figures standing by this collapsed tower, pulling away at rubble at its base. We were just leaving when the walls of the cavern started to shake and the tower came down. My friend, he is trapped inside. Following Eldon's advice of wedging it underneath to get better leverage, you all pull with all your might and the stone becomes free and falls with a thud to the floor behind you. Thank you, my friends. Is he okay? He will be okay. He doesn't seem too injured. I apologize. I've been very rude. My name is Lan. My friend here, her name is Dira. And this is Krell. I wish to know if there's anything I can give you, and thanks for saving my friend. If you return to our home in Neathholm, they might be able to find you a route back to the surface. The tunnel opens into a circular cavern, roughly 40 feet in diameter. What appears to be two dead bodies lie on the ground in the middle of the cave. These are Crusaders of Iomade. They have the red sword of Iomade painted on their tabards over their chain shirts. As you're overlooking these bodies, you notice a length of chain hanging out of one of the the bodies clenched in his fist, like the end of a necklace. So you pull it out of the corpse's grip. You find a small symbol, a brass bull's head with tiny red gemstones for eyes. You've seen this symbol before, but never in a good place. This is the unholy symbol of the demon lord, Baphomet. Hello, hello! Welcome back to the Dragons Not Included podcast, the tabletop role-playing game podcast where we're playing Pathfinder Rough the Righteous. I'm Stephen, and as usual, I'll be your GM. Hi, I'm Joe, and I'll be playing Scrutiny the Tiefling Illusionist. Hello, I'm David, and I'll be playing Elden Aegis, the human paladin of Iomade. Hello, I'm Rowan, and I will be playing Istra, the definitely human cavalier. Hi, I'm Dan, and I play Hans, the dwarf relic hunter. Yes. <laughs> I see we're, we're still harping on about the everyone is extremely suspicious thing except only two members of the party remain suspicious wait who's suspicious <laughs> we'll never tell no one we'll <laughs> never tell as it's new year I've had a bit of a fun idea new year's resolutions when it comes to running tabletop roleplaying games and playing in them for example, my one this year is to actually finish some sort of module, pre-made adventure, or homebrew. I have never finished a single campaign or sort of set storyline. A very noble Three time. years of GMing. Five. Five years of GMing. Oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah! Never, just never finished anything. Well, that's because uh, uh, players are too easy to kill. <laughs> Yeah, we are very close. I came close. But yes, that's my uh, New Year's resolution: is to actually finish something. Joe, you got one? Um. Well, I'm running one game um, outside of the uh, outside of the podcast, and I'm planning on running another. And something that I'm coming to terms with is. I am a little bit overambitious with some of my um, some of my games. I need to learn to lean on other resources, uh, you know, pre-made modules or um, other people's uh, stuff that you can find online. Just I I need to stop being a one-man show, essentially. Noble. Yeah. Um. Wow. I've not really thought about it. Hmm. Uh, um. I guess really, I'd like to start running more games. Uh, I've I've half started one module and would really like to finish that one off and and, and start running some more games. No, I'm going to keep mine fairly simple. I'm not going to lie. Um, mine's probably going to be I'd have to say learning the rules a bit better. I, I'm pretty 
bad at forgetting rules and having to look up or rely on somebody, specifically things as well related to class features and skills and everything, because I'm notorious in one game for completely having a really good skill set and just never using it. <laughs> never using it. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Like, I run so many games. I play in so few games comparatively. Um, I may try out this thing called reality. Like it's, it's apparently really good, but it's not really, yeah, it's not really for everyone, but I don't know, man. Uh, graphics are amazing, but uh... (laughs) man, I need better graphics. Actually, I do know one of the things I, uh, for those of you out there who like, who are listening to this, if you do play games, go out and look for artists and commission them, support artists in your community. God damn it. Mm. (laughs) This is a passionate thing. Support those artists. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you know what fair <laughs> well let's see if we can uh, somewhat stick to these we have an audience watching us now who will obviously point out every time we fail at these things <laughs> as they should <laughs> oh god Ooh. no your characters and your dice rolls perhaps but in real life you're doing pretty good characters are pretty good it's just your rolling (laughs) the gods do not love it (laughs) (laughs) well let's put this uh, theory to the test then shall we let's start the new episode whoa whoa here we go into neatholm So last time, you were travelling through the caves once again, and you came across a small camp inhabited by such a lovely young dwarven fellow, and that uh, he tried to attack you immediately with spells. Scrutiny managed to stop him from doing that, and Istra, being Istra, tackled him to the ground immediately. (laughs) And Hans gave him a lovely conversation about the error of his ways by branding him on the forehead. Mm. Incredibly messed up. So. You continued up a shaft containing handholds and pythons into a large dome-like cavern with a fallen tower and two figures moving the rubble. Being the lovely chaps that you were, you decided to run over and help them immediately, although scrutiny was a bit wary. Aravashnil was happy to be proven right that there were mole people and pitlings, as he referred to them, living in the city below. You managed to shift the rubble and help free one of their trapped companions. And they were thankful. They introduced uh, the leader of their group, introduced himself as Lan. And he was a handsome man with goat-like horn on one side and a horrific lizard monster on the other. He offered to take you back to his settlement of Neatholm, if it would help you find your way back to the surface. Although there would be a catch, the route back would be dangerous and was guarded by a monster he referred to as a spore coffer. He wasn't sure if they could take it, but with your help, they would do their best. You made your way along the tunnels, now with your new companions, but unfortunately your way was stopped by a large crevasse that, according to Lan, was not there when they uh, proceeded across before. Using your quick thinking and Terendalib's scale, you managed to make your way across this crevasse with a rickety rope bridge. You slowly made your way to the lair of the spore coffer, but upon arriving the beast was dead and in its lair were two corpses of Iomadean Crusaders. Though you were a bit sceptical, because instead of the classic longsword, Iomadean's holy weapon, they were wielding spiked gauntlets, vicious-looking glaives. And upon investigating the body, you found a potion of cure-like wounds, a scroll, and the unholy symbol of the demon lord Baphomet. And with this revelation that Hans has just revealed to you, We'll continue our story there. Okay. So, we've learned everything that we can from these uh, bodies, right? Uh, Did we search them very thoroughly? Is there more to search? I mean, we found... We went through their pockets and their belongings, found unholy symbols and... um, Yeah. 
as our most wonderful GM just pointed out, a potion of cure light wounds and a scroll. Did we identify that scroll last session? No, you didn't. But then again, you've only just been hit by the revelation that these are Baphomet cultists. Mm. <laughs> Despicable! Using the image of Iomedes faithful to further their nefarious causes. Unbelievable! Not really. It makes the perfect strategy. If you have a group of people who are devoted to the paladins themselves as religious groupings, posing as those paladins would make it very easy to manipulate them and get them to do what you want. Plus, they're, they're pretty evil as well, so like it's it's not that unbelievable, you know? Yes, if, you, if you're finding this unbelievable, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to shock you with some facts about the, the cultists in general. Oh, Most no, of them are no. going to be quite, quite no, disturbingly it, uh, bad. No, no, I just sort of, it's, it's just unthinkable, so rude and mean. Okay, but rude and mean, definitely. Unthinkable, no, because it's actually happening right here. Like, um, Anevia speaks up. Oh no, I don't, they've taken place in even the Eagle Knights. All of Kennebras could be at risk. I'm a day, please, protect Arabeth. Oh, uh, yes. And Arabash Neil. <laughs> oh, I don't believe it. Baphomet cultists had taken the place of Iomedean Crusaders, and nobody saw this coming but me. But did anybody listen? No. They all said I was crazy, or speaking of things I did not know about. Hey, hang on a second. You weren't the only one who thought of this. I literally, like, what would be a couple of hours ago, pointed out to everyone that the only way the temple could have fallen is through cultists. Yes, but I've been saying this for months now. And if Erebeth listened to me, this might have not happened. And he says this by glaring directly at Anevia. It's neither here or there. What's happened has happened. Aravashniel, please, just keep your darn conceited conspiracy theories to yourself just once just once this is not the time to be arguing people are in danger up there Irabeth is in danger and just because you're so pig-headed that you thought you were right about this does not change a damn thing also we we have a lot of other matters to attend to come on guys not in front of the mole people oh go ahead Anevia tell them how we had a chance to protect Canabras, but you all did not listen to me. You all disregarded my sagely advice. And look what happened because of this. Oh dear, dear, dear. I am going to ask you both to stop arguing, because as you just pointed out, neither of it is going to be helpful. Not proving you're right, not proving that you're wrong. We just have to go. So if you're upset, please keep it till after we leave. Otherwise... I think it would be better if you stayed where you were. Yes, I agree with Hans. This is not going to help any of us. Oh, what was that, Horgus? And how would these cultists find funding for such an endeavour of hiding among the Ardoian Crusaders? Is there something you would like to admit to right now, or we're getting things out in the open? Right. I, what I am hearing here is that you wished for that you three wished to bicker forever in this cavern and I'm quite happy to leave you here to do that. Aravashniel, Mr. Gran has nothing to do with this. This is your problem with me and my wife. If you want to take it up, we can have time later, but now we must move. She's right. We're burning daylight. I guess not really daylight. We're underground, but we are burning time here. It's the only thing that we have if we have any chance of getting to the top and mounting some sort of counterattack. So, shall we move on? Yes, the uh, <laughs> the inhabitants of the under uh, of um, these caverns, the free you know, Lan, Daedra, and Krell are just awkwardly sitting back, like looking like, oh, do we do we say anything? Do we? No, okay, no. It's like uh, being at a friend's house and their parents arguing as a kid, and you're like, do I do I say anything? No. Okay, I mean, no. Estra will just walk over behind them and just like start patting backs and just go, it's okay. They're not used to being us mole people yet. It's just going to take some time for them to work out their problems. Lan just looks at you sort of even more confused now. You have a very uh, interesting way of putting things, Istra. Uh, I'm not sure I'm used to the way your uplanders talk. But yes, 
I think you're right. We're not too far. It would be... We're close to Neathholm now. Luckily, this unexpected boon of this creature being dead. But if it's what you say about these cultists are true, we've seen them in the tunnels for a number of weeks now. We've been traveling with some of our kind. Bad ones about that. It's a good thing you ran into us and not them. How many of them have you seen? It's hard to say. It's not just me. Other scouting parties have encountered them. They've been moving about the tunnels, like I said, guided by our kind. Although we don't really like to call them that. Uh, that makes perfect sense, really. If you're doing an invasion, you want to uh, come up with any way of getting in. And if a local group which thinks you're uh, some sort of saint to even know you're being quite evil is going to help you regardless. So yes, asking some of the natives, even those you don't agree with, to help them scout out the area is probably their smart move there. Right. Well then, even more to hasten our trip to Neatholm. Follow yes, me, follow me. Yes, we should very much get a move on. Let's go. Indeed. As they start heading down uh, the tunnel, probably want to switch out between leading Erevia and Arabashniel because you want to avoid them getting more heated. Yeah. But it takes you another 50, uh, 15 minutes of winding tunnels at your speed because Erevia is reduced land movement. But this cavern now gives way to a circular-like chamber of a 20-foot diameter where several tunnels branch out and lead to this one large chamber with a large stone door leading from one of the tunnels. And standing in front of it are four creatures similar to your companions you've just met. Halt! Who goes there? You'll reach the glorious settlement of Neathholm. Identify yourselves. Don't worry, friends, it's me. I'm sorry I did not report in sooner, but we had a problem with the watchtower. It unfortunately collapsed due to the recent tectonic disturbance, and we have brought friends, glorious guests... From the upland. Now, I know you may be a bit wary of them, but I personally can vouch for their goodness. They, after all, did help free Krell from the ruins of the tower. It's a pleasure to meet you. Shame that this is under such circumstances. Very well, if Krell can vouch for you, then open the gates, come on, and two of them start working a uh, winch mechanism and these stone gates just open inwards into a larger cavern. A small, dark lake ripples at the centre of this 200-foot-wide cavern. The walls and ceiling aglow with thick sheets of luminescent fungi. In the centre of the lake, over two dozen low stone buildings cluster on one rocky 100-foot-wide island. Lights glow in the windows of the buildings. This place is so very beautiful giving the settlement an almost welcoming look. Rafts made of mismatched planks of timber bob along the length of the crooked pier at the lake's closest shore. Quite homely in its own way. We've lived in here for a couple of decades now. Oh. The island keeps us well fortified from the vile creatures of the Darklands. Ah, yes. The Darklands. Keep forgetting we're near there. Unfortunately, we don't have the luxury of forgetting that living in Neathome, but it's safe, it's warm, and it's home. And he gives you a wide smile. It's, like I said, once again, it's quite nice on his human side of his face, and then it's kind of unnerving on his lizard face. <laughs> wow. Be careful on the pier, it's quite slippery. You might fall. All right. You sort of reach these bobbing timbers floating on this sort of makeshift floating pier. It's kind of like a uh, slimy and encrusted with grime from the water of the lake lapping up, uh, splashing up over time. And Horgus is just looking in dismay like, oh, this is disgusting. Yes, I know. Grin and bear it. Safe for now. Find ourselves a bit of haven so we can recover and head to the Do You make your way across this rickety, bobbing pier and into this settlement about the size of a hamlet. Stone buildings that are quite quaint, they're not as extravagant as the ones in the city above. They look sturdy enough, and you see all sorts of people with different animal-like aspects looking out and just staring at you. It must not be often that they see uplanders, as they refer to you, and the children are playing and they stop and just stare at you as you walk past. 
some people like gather in their houses, unsure about your uh, trustworthiness, but no one's approaching you because you're flanked with your three companions. So. Grayson gives the best attempt at a um, at a welcoming uh, wave to whoever starts glaring. Yes, the children just look at you, especially you, scrutiny, uh, sort of shock and awe, and they run away when you wave at them. Elden, Elden is smiling and waving a lot. Sort of like, hello. And leads you to a stone building. And this is the place I call home. Please, you've done such a good kindness to me and my friends. Make yourself comfortable here, and I will go and talk to the elders. Thank you very much for your kindness, sir. Uh, there is food and water you can help yourselves to. Oh, fantastic. I'm starving. Yes, we have been underground for quite some time. Perhaps it's a, a good time for us to take another rest. And the rations are barely anything. I mean, I'm a growing woman. I thought you were an adult. Yes, I am. She needs those gains. <laughs> <laughs> growing in biceps circumference. She walks the path of the swole. It takes a lot of energy to keep these muscles in check, you know? She just flashes her guns. <laughs> <laughs> Let's settle in and, uh, and wait for wait for the, the judgment of the elders, I assume. Yes, please make yourself at home. And dear, go take Krell to get healed. He might need it after that journey. Lan comes into this small stone holding. There are a few sort of furs and hides on the floor that act as seating areas. And he gets you a large bowl that contains dried fungi and meats of a questionable origins of creatures that live in the Darklands that uh, you're not really used to. Like You're like, oh, beef and chicken and uh, what the hell is this weird leathery stuff? It's delicious. <laughs> uh, yes. I mean, it's, I'll try anything once. And she shoves a bunch of it into her mouth. Elden will, of very, course. very chewy. Uh, Elden will partake. It would be rude not to. <laughs> wow. It's got a kind of whale texture. A what? No. You know, whales. Looking at my map of the inner sea and seeing the landlocked region you guys are now in. <laughs> the heck is a whale? Oh, they're really tasty. Really fun to try and, like, fight, because you've got to do it in the water, or, like, on top of the water, but I just like jumping in. Oh. oh it's it's hmm. fine. It's, it, it's, the, it's the circle of life, as they say. It dies so that I can eat it. I don't think that's how either of those sayings go. Yes. That does seem a bit uh, intriguing. Honestly, I find the circle of life is more like a pentagram of life, but you know, it's cracky. You, you, you crack on there. I am simultaneously curious as to your philosophy and wishing to never hear another word of it. Ooh, me or her? She's ignoring all of you guys and just tucking in. Well, <laughs> I'm glad you found the food appetizing. I will return as soon as I can. And he leaves the stone building. Right, well, it seems we have a um, moment of respite. Do you want to have your bickering match? I, I was actually going to say, we may want to be careful here, Han says, looking out the window. At the end of the day, they did say that they saw these uh, fake uh, Iomedin paladins with the not-good people, but it doesn't take much for a slight convincing to convince people in a small settlement like this, that others are wrong. So there's a high chance that the cultists could have friends not that far away. So be careful, everyone. That's fine. Let's just, <laughs> Let's just stay inside. Everything will be fine. We'll tell stories, you know? Like like about uh, campfire stories, like about, about the mole people and about the adventures we've all been on. No? Nobody's interested. Well, I'm, like I said, I've, it's fascinating that this place exists. I, I always said, but it exceeded my wildest dreams that they built such a settlement here. It's so fascinating. These molings built actual cities, an actual settlement deep under Canabras. I mean, it's not that surprising. If they got forced down here, they're going to have to find a place to live. And y you adapt to live in wherever you live, you know? If you have to be mole people, you live a mole life. Yeah, it doesn't mean you have to, I don't know, sleep on stones or whatever. Or, and they can still see, so they're not properly moles, but... Also, 
we live in a we live in a world where culturally one of the largest populations of, of the entire land are people who live underground. He's got you there. I, yes, but the dwarven culture is ancient and built over time. They've only been down here maybe a hundred years, and who knew that they even survived this long down here? I don't know. Maybe the the ancient dwarfs that survived underground for hundreds of years when they first got there. It's not that hard. There's plenty of food, there's plenty of water, and there's plenty of comfort. You just have to find it and learn it. Honestly, I'm surprised that people don't think there's hidden secret societies of people living under all their cities. It's not that hard. I know, I've, 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 like I said, I've always considered this a possibility. Others seem to disregard it, giving a glance towards an Evia. I mean, you, to be fair, you didn't have any evidence, right? People look for evidence. I'd give a glance to hands. He just nods, going, yes, that's correct, yes. And Nebius just sort of looking at you, just <laughs> smiling. Just <laughs> a rastail, just a ghast expression of what you were saying. Yes, but he has plenty of it now. Granted, I don't know if this can be classified a culture. They don't really have any alternative form of art, music, or uh, anything that defines them outside of just a, the cast-off of another society. Not that we've seen yet. Maybe they do. Perhaps when we get back, we can ask if they have a museum. We've been here for like five minutes. I don't... All we've really done is eat. Or, well, you guys have not eaten. Are you guys not hungry? Oh, I'm eating. It's delicious. Perhaps you've just been occupied by your own consumption for a minute. One thing I was wondering, they said they'd been here for decades. Not centuries. But I was curious. Quite possible they've been travelling around under here quite a bit. A nomadic style of life is also possible. They yeah. might have had to move. They also said there was some, if you remember correctly, those working with the fake paladins. It could be possible that they've entered into some sort of tribalistic society, and this is just one branch of the many other groups. Hmm. Could well be. Well, we shall have to be encounter. Uh, be careful of any we encounter. Who knows uh, what other what other groups we could be facing here? I have some of my own questions. I don't want to stay here any longer than we need to. This place gives me the creeps. Well, we are uncomfortably close to the Darklands. I'm not even sure we can trust these people. Who knows if they're in league with the cultists? No. Are they or they are they not? It doesn't really matter at the moment. They're the only source of help we have. Mind all the same. I'll stick as close to you as I can. In fact, about a thousand gold I promised to transport me. I'll double it. Damn. That's a lot of gold you're willing to put down for something we were just going to, like, do. Just make sure that I stay close to you at all times. All right. I mean, do you want, like, a piggyback or something? No, no, I I should be fine on my own power. I just... I don't I know, really like this place. When people offer that kind of gold, they're usually wanting something weird out of it. Personal experience? He just furrows his brow and looks at you. I don't know what sort of people you've been in league with, but I would never do such a thing. I mean, people, I don't know, if, they, if, if they've got a bad job they want you to do, they'll pay you extra. Like, I've had people try to pay me for the things. Sure. I know an assassination here or there. Haven't done it. In fact, I've assassinated the person who asked me to assassinate the person. <laughs> Much more fun, and you get to keep the gold. Elden is stunned into silence. Yeah, August is just scooting closer to Elden. If they ask you to kill a kid, you kill them instead. I believe that there is generally more of a process involved. Morally, that aligns better with Elden, but he's slowly realizing that the people he's sort of thrown his lot in with are, in fact, absolute psychopaths. Scrutiny's <laughs> yeah. not done anything yet, but it's on its way, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> What? I mean, if I'd have left him alive, he'd have hired somebody else to kill the kid. So what am I going to do? you got to kill him. Um, <sighs> you say that. My companion was giving me the exact same look you guys were. What is that look? I don't understand I, I, it. I have my own criticisms, but there is a little thing called due process. Yeah, yes, generally what happens when you, someone does that is you report them to the authorities. You know? Oh, no, this was out in the middle of nowhere. It, it would have taken forever to get the authorities there. But that time he'd have moved on, so... You know, just quick. Done. Right. Hmm. 
Listen, I get this judgment from Smell. I don't need it from you two. <laughs> okay. My my companion. Did you guys not meet him? He's like pretty small, pretty buff. I'd say he's very he's very, very hairy. He's got a bit of an attitude, but he's really nice. Right. We haven't had the opportunity. I'd like to point out that we all kind of just got launched into the ground around the same time. I don't think I met him, but... Well, we shall have to have that introduction later on. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure he'd love to meet you. He doesn't talk much, but when he does, it's really interesting. He's very wise. Right. Right. Oh. Goodness, he's taking a good while. Yes, it's concerning, but at the same time, when you're telling your elders a bunch of people from the upland have arrived and they've discovered that some of the people who have been posing as their holy like ancestors have turned out to be demonologic, uh, demonological cultists, it may take you a little while. Yes, I suppose I mean, so. That's why I was telling stories. Don't you guys want to tell some stories? I'm actually quite intrigued to see if there's something hidden around here. It feels like if you have a small community and you fear outside attack, you may have something to, uh, as a bolt hole, may one say. Uh, Hans is going to start walking around the, the rooms of the house and just sort of, like, using his pick to just tap the floor to see if he can find any hollow points. Isn't Lan here still? No, he left a while back to go and get the talk to the elders. Oh, he went to talk to the elders, okay. Yes. So that's fine. No, like I said, this is this uh, stone building is built directly on the bedrock of this island. Uh, Dryer and Krell both went the infirmary, I, I assume, or whatever passes for a hospital here. I mean, it's a bit rude to look around somebody's house like that, but if you find any interesting, anything interesting, give us a shout. Mm-hmm. We'll do. So, you, um... Uh... Uh... uh what's... No, I, I, I know your name. You can do it, Istra. I believe in you. Scrumptious. Ah, oh, so close. Well, I mean, as a descriptor. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but it's your name, isn't it? Uh, a scrutiny. Right, right, yes, yes, sure, whatever. Um, what sort of stories do you have? I'm sure you've got something interesting, right? Oh, um, well... I suppose I'm not not quite comfortable. It's a little personal, really. Um, maybe another time. Okay. Well, do you guys want to hear about the time I suplexed a bear? <laughs> I think that might be full of fancy, considering your current your your recent performance. <laughs> no, I definitely did it. Sc- uh, Scout's honor. Did I hear you say that earlier? Something about um, scouts. Can I take a sense motive check because I'm genuinely <laughs> unsure? Uh, sure? I suppose? Okay, that's sense, sense motive on the old... Uh, that's a what? 21. Uh, an 11. So, Istra, are you lying or telling the truth? I think I'll leave that one uh, up to you, Steve. <laughs> I think there's some embellishment going on in her story there, that she's ingratiating herself to make it look like she did most of the work, where there was probably other people involved, and four people suplexed to bear. <laughs> it was a team effort. They like, formed a was, human No, no, gun. no. They formed a line. Human Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as they say, don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. Go ahead. Okay, so there was this bear, right? It was it was pretty big. I'd say it's probably about, and she'll like put her hand up, probably about six feet. Just go, yeah, it's pretty fantastic. And yeah, so I saw the bear. Uh, I, 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 I turned to small and smell and said that, hey, I'm going to go suplex the bear. And he gave me that look, you know. Eldon's looking at where you put your hand in height and realizing that it's about four inches shorter than he is. <laughs> <laughs> and you know he gave me the look of like you know confusion a bit I think something like that it's hard to tell with him and so I walked over to the bear I suplexed it riveting thank you well, that must have been quite a quite a feat 
Oh, it's really fun. Yes, and Effia sort of chuckles a little. It's a very interesting story, Istra. I'm glad the way you told it. <laughs> Thank you. I'm very good at telling stories. Do you guys want to hear more? Um, <laughs> no, no, you best save them for later. You don't want to run out of them quickly. That's true. We may have many more times like this where we need stories to be told. And I can only tell you of the 11 miraculous acts of Iomaday so many times before you get bored. Oh, trust me. I've been to I've been to a Sunday school. Here, <laughs> Beth used to tell them to me all the time. I'd love to hear them. But she looks sort of down again. I hope she's safe up there. We'll be back to the surface in no time. She may be strong and brave, but hopefully that doesn't lead her wrong. It hasn't before. She's always been there for me, but I'm not there for her right now. We can't do anything about that now. It wasn't exactly your choice to not be there, so... Why are you blaming yourself? I'm not, I just... I just wish I could do more, but... I'm alive, that's the best I can do for now. And staying that way. Genevia will be to the surface as soon as we can. And we shall have your wife in hand safely, as soon as possible. Found anything in your search yet, Hans? No, it's quite a simplistic abode. I'm a, I can't seem to find anything of great value. Granted, all culturally, all scientific, all historical. This person seems to be very bare bones from what I can see. Incredible insight. Uh, if I may ask, you um, you are in possession of... Uh, you came into possession of a book, would, uh, did you not? Ah, yes, the demonologist's book. I was planning to read it to see if I could find any names or details about which demons he had been contacted. By, oh, but, I can help you with that if you are. Oh, that would be that would be wonderful. Maybe they're family of yours. That would be great help to us. I severely doubt that. My father is a actually a priest of Abadar. I'll have you know. Oh, very nice. I don't know who Abadar is. <laughs> oh. Oh well, uh, no. If you want to explain who Abadar is, I, I will. Scrutiny. You you take the floor. Um. The god of commerce, civility, and I—I'll be honest. You—you you grow when you grow up in such a household, you tend to sort of blanket out after a while. So you can only suffer through so many sermons. Can't relate. I love sermons. <laughs> I could tell that. And <laughs> to be fair, I would have to agree with him. Sermons are a very intriguing moment of time. The Temple of Drangvit was so wonderful. We never had sermons. We just had uh, historical accounts of fantastic battles and practice as well. Yes, historical accounts. Certainly. Like Yeah, you. some of the greatest battles that Gorham's ever blessed us with. The book. Uh, if you, uh, let's, uh, let's crack it open, shall we? Of course. Here you go. I say cracking it open. And I suppose I'll study that while people recount further silly tales. I mean, I'll drag Elden aside and start mm -hmm. going like, um, so would you like to hear some fantastic accounts that I can remember of uh, the wars I was told as a child? Uh, um, sure, why not? I, I, I do love to hear a good tale of battle. And I'm sure our three guests would love to be regaled with some tales, huh? Huh? As Elden turns to Aravashniel, uh... Anevia smiles politely. Aravashniel's just sort of lost in thought to thinking about all that's occurred. And Horgus just rolls his eyes and groans, I'd love to, through gritted teeth. Wonderful! <laughs> and uh, a few, a few, a while into some of Istra's stories, Lan returns to his home. Greetings, friends. I'm sorry for the time it took, but I had to a lot to explain to them, but they're willing to see you now. Matters seem quite dire, and urgency is what we need. Quite understandable. Lead the way. As he leads you through the streets of Neathholm to the largest stone building in this small island. As we're walking there, Istra's still saying things like, And so there was fifty men against the whole army horde. 
and Gorham's blessing upon both of them was very clear and fantastic and Gorham's just there for the fight, you see. I don't know if I've explained that before, but... <laughs> yes, yes, about five, ten, fifteen times, fifteen times that I can recall. Ah, oh, brilliant. And yeah, anyway. As he leads you to this large uh, dome stone building, inside there is a, a, a large central chamber, a fire pit in the middle, crackling away, illuminating the room and casting elongated shadows along its walls. There are several mounds of furs and hides for people to sit around. And on the opposite side of the room from the entrance, two figures are sat. The first is a a, a woman with lizard-like features and elongated fangs, wearing s- simple robes, holding a large gnarled wooden quarterstaff in her clawed fingers just tapping away at several beads that hang from it and the other is a short portly man with rodent-like features whiskers on his upper lip a pointed nose ears that sort of twitch nervously listening to everything that's going on grey hair tied into rat tails and one large milky white eye that seems to be surveying the entire surrounding of this room as you enter and he says to you please my sorry that was Lan's voice please take a seat Lan has told me all about your travels to get here oh okay Uh, thank you Uh, and Elden will find a a seat and sit down as will scrutiny and I assume everyone else or I just oh yeah Istra's Istra's gonna make herself incredibly comfortable on these furs Hans is going to find the closest pile to them and pull out his notebook and quill. Anyway, what's up? How's it going? His sort of milky white eye darts around and his good eye is focused on you, Istra. My name is Chief Sel. I am the current leader of our tribe. We are nearly four dozen strong here on this island. I hear from Lan... He gestures towards your other companion. That you are uplanders, and that you found yourself here when calamity struck the world above. Yeah, there was this dragon, and there was a demon, and they started fighting, and like I was there trying to help her as well, like passing her stuff, but yeah. Uh, Grand fell, we fell, we kind of ended up here. Yes. We're hoping to return to the surface with uh, our injured compatriots to see if we can get them some some healing, uh, as well as possibly to take back the city. His eyes widen. Are you telling me that demons have taken the holy city above? We can't be certain, but that is a distinct possibility. Sadly, we believe so. Moves one of his shaky hands to his face and strokes his whiskers. Very well, I'll... My people may be seen as freaks and outsiders to your kind, but over a century ago, our parents fought in the Thirst Crusade in the goddess's name, and he points to the crest on Elden's tabard. They fought against the demons of the world wound. They fought for honor and glory. And when we were born, deformed and cursed, They fled underground to protect us. But both our ancestors and yours fought the demons of the world wound. We are of the same kind. We both believe in the goddess's holy light and we wish to see the world wound exterminated. Absolutely. We wish to be allies with your people of the city above, though you may mistrust us and not think our intentions well. We are the same kind, you and I. Oh yeah, no, I I trust you a hundred percent. What? They seem like nice guys. I mean, yes. I I realize that if you're descendants of the First Crusaders, I may even have sort of second and third cousins down here. Goodness. Mm, that is a great possibility, but we are many generations removed. 
from them, unfortunately. Our lives are not as long as your uplanders. They are often dark. Fourth and fifth cousins, then. And violence in the caverns below is not uncommon. As he sort of um, strokes a mace, uh, no, a morning siren that's by his side. In my youth, I uh, fought many a foul creature down here, but none so more than our traitorous kin. And his face contorts with pure disgust. Those who rejected the goddess's holy teachings and decided to make themselves an ally with the forces of darkness. Land did tell me that you found those who were masquerading as noble crusaders and that, yes, they have been working with our traitorous kin. Yes, despicable. While I am no friend to devils and demons, I feel that the zealotry is something that we need to temper. After all, there's no reason to believe that your um, your kin cannot be redeemed in some manner. Oh, yes. Everyone is redeemable. <sighs> I do not share the same optimism you have. We have tried over many years to bring them back to the fold. and They have replied with nothing but violence and bloodshed. It's a long, long path. They exist only to be defeated as the vile demon worshippers and murderers and thieves that they are. Well... Perhaps it could take a new touch. Maybe, maybe we might be able to spur some to your to to our cause. Uh, They've been deceived. Perhaps convincing them that we have the the right side of everything. Perhaps it could turn them around. You're not used to being down here, are you, my friend? Very much I caution, not. I would caution you in your naivete. Maybe on the surface, such people might be redeemable, but. There are dark forces at play down here. And that sort of naivete and double thinking will get you killed in an instant. Keep your guards up at all times. Do you have, like, names and faces of the guys who have turned to, like, evil? Or do you not? No, it's hard to keep track, especially as they splintered from our own tribe. And there are several tribes among us some going even deeper down, but we stayed here, a faithful few, and hopefully one day we would rejoin the Crusaders and drive back the eels of the world wound. I mean, if we ever do another crusade, definitely. It would be an honor to fight beside you guys. I'm going to be real, Istra. The demons just marched into Kenebras. I think a new crusade is about to happen. I was going to say yes. I think at this moment in time... There's no, uh... It's not a case of if, it's very much a case of when. She looks very, very excited for a second and then goes, Oh, wait, no, that's inappropriate. It's gotta be... It's a sad moment. It's a sad moment. Yes, you're, you're <laughs> up at the ten. We need you down at a four, really. <laughs> Chief Sol turns to the lizard-like woman who's been there the whole time, just fiddling with her gnarly staff. Seer Apoli, she has seen it. The dawn of the Fifth Crusade. She's seen that our kind will aid yours, and together we will rescue Kenebras. So, I wish to get you back to the surface, you and your injured companions, as fast as possible. And it looks like there is a chance that our two goals align. I know of a tunnel that would lead directly to the surface. Unfortunately, or maybe fortunately... It's inhabited by our traitorous kin and their allies. If you take that tunnel and defeat them, you would not only be ridding us of our traitorous kin and the danger they pose to our settlement, but the plots they would even plan on the city above. Certainly would be. If it's a shorter way up than the many winding tunnels we might have to take, it would certainly be a good idea, especially for our injured brethren. Uh, Elton looks over to Anevia with the bone sticking out of her leg and Aravashnil with his very burnt face. Yes, it seems like our paths align. I can give you supplies for your excursion. And I offer you safe harbour in Neathholm if you need to retreat back. Alas, I cannot spare any men. I need them to fan into the caverns 
to find our kin that remain loyal, so we may amass to reclaim the city above. It's understandable. Dangerous place. Needs all the manpower it can have. But I'm convinced that our companions can take on any danger that comes our way. Isn't that right, Istra? Scrutiny enhance? Oh, definitely. We've been pretty effective at fighting things. Yes. I've killed so many bugs down here. I was going to say, our track record shows yes, but mathematically speaking, we, we are probably going to have a fighting chance. We're 50-50, I suppose. I like those odds. Let's go. Oh, I won't send you completely alone, though. He gestures to Lan, who's standing at the back of this room. He has offered to be your guide to lead you to the traitor's camp, and will help you there. I very, um, I'm very thankful for that. Um, always good not to be running in blind. Yes, quite. Do you have any fighting experience, Lan? Ah, yes, I have fought in skirmishes with these traitors before, but they've often ended with one side fleeing. Many creatures of the Darklands have threatened us. I I can defend myself and defend you if that's what you need. Fantastic. I just want to make sure that you'll be okay. Because, I mean, we're going to protect you and everything, but it's also good if you can protect yourself. Chief's all nods while stroking his whiskers. Good. Good. Well, you best prepare for your journey ahead. Feel free to rest in Nithom. Lan has offered his abode to you, and I can get you some supplies. Supplies would be very much appreciated. Yeah, I've eaten most of the rations at this point. <coughs> there were ten days of those! Yeah, but like, I'm a big person. She says, looking up at you. Oh, great day. That'll be noted for future, understood. But there is something of a personal request I would like to ask you. Anything at all, Elder? Chief Sol just sort of... His face gets more solemn and serious. Lan told me that you came up via the Hall of the Ancestors. My son. He was travelling there, making excursions, exploring more of our history. He's not been seen in many days. He looks much like me, but... Uh, it's hard to point out distinguishing features when there are so many variety in our kind, but anything, any clues to his whereabouts, he must have passed through there in those caverns. Did you find anything? Well, we did find several corpses, but none that look like you. Didn't we find a book or something? We found a camp. We did find a camp that was, like, pretty well raided. Found a camp that was like a pile of refuse, and you found a bunch of oh. used items and a brooch. Sorry, I thought that was um. Oh, I the thought brooch. That was, uh, bones left over. Never mind. Uh, who has brooch? Uh, oh. yes, I, I believe it went. Into, yeah, it went into someone's backpack. And it's a brooch of a, a bat perch on a mushroom that has amethysts for eyes. Oh yes, uh, we did find this. If this is of any help, he just. He's one of his sort of elderly, trembling hands and looks at it. In his good eye, tears just start to flow down his cheek. Yes, that was his. I don't think he would have left it behind or anything. He clutches it tightly, his fingers shaking, his whiskers twitching. Thank you for finding it and returning it to me. Oh, you are most welcome. Hopefully there's hope he's still down there, but this... This is something I could use. I have to repay your kindness. I have a gift for you. And he reaches and pulls out his morning star and just has trembling hands offering it to you. I'm afraid I'm no fighter anymore. Those days are long behind me, but maybe this could be used to you. Oh, thank you. I offer it to you on one condition. Oh, right. Just at least smash one of the skulls of those traitors with it on your way up. Oh. Istra looks really excited at that thought. It's been a while since I've had the joy of doing that myself. So just to be clear, you're only going to give it to this if we promise to murder someone on the way out of here. Yes, they deserved it. Believe me, they're not as kind as you would like them to believe. Okay. They'll probably attack us anyway, so... Very well. That they um, will. That they will. I'll make a note. Murder before we leave. Scribble. <laughs> Well, if we find any other traces of your boy, we will bring them to you summarily. 
So this is a very, very nice looking uh, morning star. It seems like untouched by time and use. Oh, this is very beautiful. I have no idea how to use it. In fact, one might even say it looks magical. Ooh. I was just going to say, I believe I have detect magic prepared. Can I magic detect it? Uh, yes, you definitely can. It does have an, an aura about it. Uh, make a spellcraft check, please, Scrutiny. Go, Scrutiny. Speedcrafty. Aha! That is a 26. Nice. Holy schmoly. This appears to be a plus one morning star. Mm. Lovely. Um, who, who can use a morning star? Just to check. You know, there's someone who has been using a morning star quite a bit before yeah. switching it out from that hammer that we took. Yes. I will probably re we'll have to return that at some point. Yeah. Maybe. Um, does <laughs> I... Once the adventure is complete. Does anyone else want it? Because I did take the hammer. Can anyone else use it? I can't. I have my trusty swords. Here is a morning star for you. Istra looks like like it's, it's right. Christmas. I think it would serve your hands best. Time to learn how to use two-handed fighting. <laughs> Istra is, like, practice-swinging it already. <laughs> I'm glad it seems to... He just, just sort of gives up a smile, like, youth in his old eyes. Ah, that takes me back. You are a strong warrior, my friend. Oh, thanks! I'm really trying! It's to protect me all these years. Lan has been given the supplies for you to take onwards with you, but you may seek to rest... But our markets here are meagre. We do trading with those of the Darklands, but we're willing to trade whatever you have. I mean, I've got an old morning star now that doesn't need using, so... Because this one's way cooler. Uh, yeah, so the supplies he gives you, he gives you... My brain. My brain is gone. Okay, uh, six potions of Cure Light Wounds. And three potions of lesser restoration. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. Anyone got temporary ability damage? No. Nope. Got actual ability. I've got actual damage, but not much. So, if we all take a potion, a um, cure potion each, and then the two extra go to. Um, go to. Group late. Well, I was mm -hmm. thinking to Ishra and uh, Elden. Yeah? So sorry, what's our what's our distribution plan? Uh, two for Ishra, two for Elden, and then Kill one light for yeah. yeah, one for Hans and Scrutiny. Makes sense. I wish you luck on your journey ahead, and I look forward to our kind reclaiming the city above. Now go and rest. You have quite the journey ahead of you. Cheers, I'll drink to that, bro. Don't drink that potion! Don't have that potion yet! <laughs> <laughs> Don't waste it! Chief Sol bows in respect, and he gestures uh, for you to leave. Wow. I'll give a wave on the way out instead of bowing. And as you leave to rest, prepare for the journey ahead. You should have enough XP to reach level two. Hello again! Well, it really looks like we have some exciting events on the horizon for us. As well as, we're levelling up! Get to learn some new skills, get some feats. I'm gonna have to look through the book, all of us are, gonna take a while of scouring. Well, I'd really like to take this time to thank you all for listening. We are all really, really enjoying bringing you this, and if you like what you're hearing, Maybe you could recommend us to somebody you know, like a friend, a family member, a co-worker. We would really appreciate it, and it would help us so much. 
We'd like to thank Social Introvert for our theme song. You can find him on SoundCloud. Also, Sirenscape for that fantastic soundscape you hear throughout the episode. As always, the links are provided below in the description, as well as our social media, in which you can follow us for updates on episodes. Again, thank you all for listening. And it's a little bit late, but from all of us here on Dragons Not Included, have a happy new year.